Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet. I'm with the star of the show, Lucas Schmidt. What's going on? Herb. <laughs> herb is what's going on. Her- I'm sorry. Herb it's is what's herbs. Herbs, not herb. It's a silent H. Yeah. It's a silent H. And what, what about herbs are we talking about today? I've picked three. There's actually a lot of herbs out there. How many herbs are there? I, I have no idea. Ask me that. I don't know the answer to that question. I have There's no too idea. many herbs. I feel like herbs is just a. It's like a. It kind of covers a lot. Like yeah, weeds just, in your yard, weeds in your garden. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I guess some of them could be in that same category. Now, when when we're talking about herbs today, are we talking about them in the sense of not from a supplement standpoint, but from a like just food? a general general, general standpoint? So I'm gonna touch on maybe supplemental benefit of the herb like eating it or i guess taking it okay most herbs they do so they'll sell anything in a pill you know anything um i shouldn't say anything but most things they'll try to find a way to sell and make more money off of um but maybe some flavors that it pairs well with okay um, the three i've picked today i've written them down so i don't forget <laughs> basil i feel like basil is like one of the most popular herbs out there very commonly used Rosemary, a little okay. less common, but still pretty well known, and thyme. I feel like that's even less common, but thyme is one of my favorite herbs. I know so. basil, I know rosemary, thyme. I've seen it because I know it's T H. Yeah, T H T H Y Y M E. So let's let's go basil. Basil. Tell me, tell me a little bit about. It. Okay, so basil actually has a bunch of variety. Most herbs have multiple varieties of each. I'm not going to list all the varieties. It would take forever. Okay. Um, the common types you've seen it it's a green leafy plant the leaves kind of round downwards a little bit most of the time there's also basil that is purple in color has a little bit different of a taste Um, there's a variety of basil called thai basil i actually think thai is the purple one so and then there's another one that's commonly sold in tea form nicknamed holy basil but i think the the main name is tulsi it's called Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I. It's a spicy, ba- I've actually had Tulsi tea. Uh, it's kind of spicy tasting. Um, they all have, it's a kind of a spectrum of basil and the flavor. Um, so basil's really versatile. It's used in Italian cooking is the most famous, probably in America at least. Yep. But it's used in Asian food quite a bit and um, Middle Eastern and Middle Eastern food as well. So it's it's all over the world. Well, when, when I think about <laughs> Indian food as well, when I think about basil, I think about taste more than like benefit. Is there benefit to it? So I did some research into the clinical because I'm you know how I, I like to if I can find like clinically proven benefit, you yep. know. So the thing with herbs I've realized is most of the benefits listed. I'm not saying they're not true mm. before I say this, but it's like grandma slash wives tale benefit does that make it's like that's the, sometimes the best benefit sometimes it's great and sometimes it, <laughs> hey and if some, those are based on something there's a reason you know tradition somebody not just one somebody multiple somebody's had to see benefit or guessed at benefit for this to be to, to make it into the pantheon of <laughs> wives tale let's let's create a pantheon we'll official it official aficionate whatever you want to call it a pantheon of wives tale herbs i don't know um or wives tale benefits but a lot of it kind of falls in that category okay. unfortunately however there's a chemical in it i wrote it down because it seems significant to me eugenol okay which the chemical eugenol can be a calcium channel blocker which 
translates to lowering your blood pressure. Can lower. I'm not a doctor, so don't think. <laughs> All I got to do, I forget my blood pressure medication. Just, <laughs> yeah, let's got, go to Olive Garden. I got some basil. Uh, no, that's not going to help you. But um, it it it's been it's being researched in that direction. Okay, so, so it has an, an something in there called u eugenol. Eugenol. Yeah. Is there something about the things that end in nol? All because I know erythritol. That's an alcohol thing. Okay, I don't so. know if eugenol is an alcohol of some kind. I just it's a chemical. It might be a polyphenol. All, okay. <laughs> um, but it it's it's can be a calcium channel blocker. So the thing is, what I didn't see is whether that it was probably an animal study because those are a lot cheaper than human trials. Um, but uh, which isn't ideal. But it's something worth noting. That That's was the main medicinal benefit I saw with basil. Um, now, any herb most of the time is going to be a green plant, yep. right? It's mostly leaves. So anytime you're consuming those, you can pretty much guarantee you're ingesting small doses because you typically you don't eat a whole salad made of herbs, right? Herbs are usually added on top of big dishes because yeah, the flavors are for so flavor, strong. Right. So you're still going to get trace amounts of you know vitamin K, um, some anything that greens typically contain, you could expect to find in herbs. Got it. So you know vitamin C, um, maybe a little 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 bit of iron, um, but it's plant iron. So how much are you going to absorb? But there's still trace amounts. Some magnesium, um, the tip vitamin A, uh, maybe a little vitamin E in there. So you're going to find a small you know a spectrum of. I would say trace vitamins and minerals just because the dosage you're probably eating is pretty small in herbs. And it kind of goes by the whole, you know, mantra of like eat the rainbow, like there's grain, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, the green the green plants have a lot of those trace vitamins and minerals in them, which is which is fine. It's cool. pretty cool. Um, basil's flavor, the things, you know, like I've mentioned overarching things that it goes well with. Some unexpected things that I found I like basil with are a few sweet things. Basil and strawberry go well together, yep. oddly enough, or, or any berry, really. Um, Herb-wise, basil and mint is a fun combination. Basil will go with almost any herb, um, any of the Italian herbs, oregano, parsley. Um, th those, they, they pair well together. Anytime you find, like, an Italian mix, I'm sure you've seen that before, it's usually basil um, and oregano for sure, and then usually some dried parsley in there. So like Italian seasoning, got the it. pre-mixed yeah. dried herb that you shake on stuff. Um, that's it's most likely got basil in it. Mm. So it's a great. It's one of my favorite. It goes really well with almost any cheese, like as a snack. Tomatoes, of course. Tomato and basil is like the match made in heaven. Is this one before we go to the next one? Is there? Is this? Are are these ones you want to get organic? Uh, can you get organic herbs? Yeah, you could get organic herbs. Um, like, are you looking at that? I have not looked at the significance. Because it's a leaf, and you're eating the leaf, I mean, if you probably don't want it if it's been doused in pesticides. Sure. You know? But okay. I'm, I think I've mentioned this before. Sometimes I, I'm a little skeptical of the organic label. Yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's bad. I just, I know there's bureaucracy involved in getting that label. Right. And so sometimes I'm like, so you you paid somebody off to get this label eventually? Jumped through some hoops. How much did this label Financially cost you? to get this label. But did you actually have to do anything to right. meet the requirements? Maybe they did. You know, I just decide for yourself. You could Google, should basil be organic? And then pilfer through the like ads and maybe the first six pages that come up. Then, go, then you'll probably find what you need to know. <laughs> That's usually one of my methods. Because the first ones that pop up are the people that paid the most to get their website up on the first on the search sure, result. Sure, so. sure. 
I'm such a cynic. <laughs> Maybe I need more basil. Will that yeah. help cynicism? I'm going to look into that. Does basil, does basil make you less cynical? Rosemary's the next one. Okay. You can't be cynical about rosemary. I can't. You shouldn't I mean, be. I like rosemary. Rosemary's so great. Rosemary's cool. I've grown, I mean, I've grown most of these. Well, the one, that, most of these. The two, meaning all. I've grown both uh, so far. Uh, basil's fragile, right? It grows in the heat. I should have mentioned that about basil. It usually grows in in the hot season. It needs warm weather. Rosemary doesn't. Mm. Not saying the best time to plant rosemary is in snow. That's not what. I'm, but it's um, it's like a, it's an evergreen style plant. Okay, it's like pine needles almost. Mm. If you've ever bought fresh rosemary or harvested off the stem yourself, it's like plucking pine needles off of pine tree mm. um so rosemary has a sort of a pine smell sort of taste not in a bad way though it's more like a citrusy pine kind of taste i really like rosemary um let's look at the so the con there's two compounds found in rosemary i want to make sure I'm, I, I'm not sure the pronunciation but i believe it's carnosic acid carnosic acid C-A-R-N-O-S-I-C. Okay. okay Carnosic acid. And um, rosmarinic acid, named for the plant itself, rosemary. But rosmarinic acid is found in other herbs as well, which is kind of cool. But um, both of those have been studied because they could could have neuro um, neuro benefits at preventing neurodegenerative uh, diseases like Alzheimer's and dementia. Interesting. Again, we need some human clinical trials to confirm that. The, the studies I saw were mostly in mice. Okay. Um, in improving, like, cognitive function and things like that. How you know? Rosemary. I, I guess they drop the mouse in a maze and see how quickly it solves, gets to the cheese. I don't know how you test a mouse's cognitive function. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I'm guessing it's it's you know puzzles. <laughs> I'd like to watch a mouse puzzle study just to see what that, what that entails. But um, but these these compounds are sort of polyphenols in the sense that they're they how, how would your one brain. like use rosemary? I because like I, cooking. Yeah, like okay, I, it's a very woody, tough herb. So you're not gonna want to ingest it raw. Like basil, you could eat right off the plant. Mm. It's delicious right as it comes you could cook it or not in fact i prefer with basil not to go back too much but to tear it up fresh after i've cooked things and put yep. it over it's really nice um with rosemary you're going to want to cook it you can make tea with it actually too but the needles are going to be kind of tough if they're raw so you definitely don't want to eat the stem because mm. it's like eating a tree branch it is it's the wood mm. okay like if a rosemary bush gets really big it's like woods it snaps like wood when you break the branches so i would just if i was making a roast like a big roast beef i if i'm feeling lazy i'm going to cut a stem and just drop the stem in there i'm not even going to pull the leaves off because then i can just fish it out because mm. the flavor is going to come out and go into the meat um rosemary works really well with most meat that's slow cooked uh, it works well in soups and stews. More of a savory herb. It you could pair rosemary, I guess, with uh, in small amounts with some fruit, some sweet things. But again, you have you should cook it. Uh, so that's that's sort of debatable, right? You, you're like not cooking your fruit. You can cook some fruit, like stewed plums or something like that. But it's not 
very commonly done. Feels like a winter thing, like kind of a like a yeah, warm yeah, stew. Yeah, I think uh, it's associated with winter food, especially because it is an evergreen, so you can harvest it out in the snow, mm-hmm. right? If the bush is in the ground and it's healthy, you can go out and it's still going to be green out there. Cut Super it, even if it's snowing or if it's hot. Yeah. So, um, I like rosemary. I, I particularly like it. It pairs well with lemon as well. So there's a fruit. There's a fruit. We cook with lemon a lot. You know, lemon zest, lemon juice. Uh, rosemary and lemon go really well together. Mm. You could probably find another way you could. Uh, I, I should correct. I forgot about this. You could soak rosemary, a stem of it, in olive oil or oil to infuse the oil. That's commonly done. Um, you could put lemon zest and rosemary in your olive oil and seal it up and leave it in there for a couple months, and you'll get lemon rosemary olive oil, which would be delicious. You could also do that with vinegar. You could soak it in vinegar and get some rosemary vinegar. Interesting. <laughs> I've never done that. But <laughs> vinegar will usually pull flavors out, but you're going to keep that sour taste, of course. So um, it also pairs... Uh, I, I took note of this just because I don't want to forget anything. It does pair well with honey and ginger as well. Makes so total like sense. If, if you make like a tea, you could steep rosemary and then put some fresh lemon or ginger... Uh, and honey in that, and it'll mm. be a good flavor because it does have sort of a citrusy taste. It's sort of, it's like a, it's like a cousin of citrus flavor, I guess. <laughs> so. The last one is thyme, thyme, thyme. Yeah, so that let's just say thyme. Let's say it the wrong way so we don't mix it up with like thyme. You know that song? Time is on my side. Yes, it is. It is. It was a song. I think it was. It is. Who was that? Was it Rolling Stones? I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Thyme could be on your side. Might be good for you. The herb that I is. think thyme is on our side. So I did some. It's deli- It's actually one of my favorite herbs. Um, because this sounds really. There's a very specific dish I've made. I found a recipe for it. It was. It's such a good. Fl- so you take chicken and you cook it with, and then when it's you put cheddar cheese on it, green apple and thyme, and those things together are just a match made in heaven. So. That's interesting. It's a really good taste. Huh. Yeah. I would the, never the, think of The time. recipe I found said you, it was in puff pastry. So you put the chicken and the cheddar cheese and the thyme and apple in a puff pastry uh, and cook that. And it's it sounds like, phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. Uh, thyme is kind of a... Um, it's, I would put it in the category of mixing well with the Italian herbs. Okay. Thyme is commonly mixed in with Italian, but it doesn't have to be in Italian cooking. So... Um, most of the time, most of the time, time, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, unintentional joke. Yeah. So funny. No, he makes himself laugh all the time. I, it's just all the time. <laughs> this is going to be difficult. I don't think I can get through this because I keep saying time. When you find it or when you harvest it, I've grown it a few times. There's, there's different varieties. Mm. Most of the time it's these little, tiny little leaves. The only issue with this herb is... For me, when I'm cooking with it fresh, is it's kind of annoying to harvest because you it grows on these tiny little thin stems, and you just cut a bu- bundle of them like any other herb. But you don't necessarily want the stem in your food; you just want the leaf, and the leaves are so tiny. So you have it's to like, like a rake to get them off. Yeah, you have to rake. I find going backwards against the direction the leaves are going, they'll fall off easily. Mm. But other than that, you could take a big bundle of them if you're making a soup or like a roast and just drop it in there and again fish out the stem and you're mm. going to get the flavor but if you're wanting it fresh like in 
I don't know, in like a chutney or a salad or something like that. You don't, you probably don't want to eat this stem. It won't hurt you, but it's just not a pleasant texture. So it's kind of a pain to harvest that. But the flavor is wonderful in time. Um, as far as uh, medicinal and or health benefits, again, I want, I would like better research. But what I found that I took note of here is the oil from the thyme plant um, is a natural preservative for food. So what that means is the oil is antimicrobial. So if you had thyme oil, I'm not saying pour thyme oil over your leftovers, but maybe if you've cooked with thyme or you add a little bit, they found that it's pretty potent at keeping the food from growing like food poisoning bacteria. Yeah. That would give you food poisoning. And they've done some studies to indicate you could take the oil, ingest it to help mitigate food poisoning but that's really sketchy yeah yeah and also it was effective specifically against candida the bacteria that's probably in vitro though meaning you know they took some candida in a petri dish and put some thyme oil on it and oh look it killed it the warning i got though that i saw in in this same article was ingesting thyme regular like the oil not the plant there's not enough like concentrated oil and mm. just these little stem. But if you're taking thyme oil medicinally, you could kill the good bacteria in your gut as well. So you got to be careful. But that does prove how powerful it is against bacteria. It's um, interesting. So, yeah, pretty cool. But herb-wise, if you're just cooking with it, I, it's probably not concentrated enough to kill your good bacteria. So, yeah. yeah. What I'm hearing with these is they are additives to different dishes. You've given great tips as far as what they pair well with. Yeah, so the main takeaway from herbs for me mm. is um, there. There one. Well, there's a couple main takeaways. One, they make your food more interesting, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of cooking your own food. It's yep. very important. So if you're tired of cooking the same old thing, herbs are usually pretty cheap. Dried herbs will impart flavor. I will say dried versus fresh. I'm not saying one is better than the other. They I I would say they have different purposes. So dried herbs tend to be more concentrated because they're ground down. So a little bit goes a long way. Um, whereas a lot of fresh herbs, you can use a little bit more of them. But the flavor is actually a little different. Mm. Because, you know, when you dry something out, some of it goes away. Some of the, the compounds in it will die or change. I prefer fresh most of the time because the flavor is, is more palatable. But um, that doesn't mean dried isn't great. Mm. You know, it just depends on what you're doing. I also like herbs because you can grow them yourself pretty cheap. They're one of the cheapest plants you can buy at any Lowe's or Evergreen, wherever you know, whatever plant store. I do you're feel like a to. lot of people have. Um, they do grow herbs, whether it's in their garden or on their back porch. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do in it. pots or something yeah. nearby. They're convenient. You go out and yeah. you snip them with scissors. Some herbs will keep bugs away, which is cool. Yeah. Keeps pests away from your garden. Well, I, I, so. it's so important because we, we did an episode of Dive Into Diet on improving your eating. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is around cooking yourself. And yeah. It makes it more interesting. Yeah, and if you if you invest in a few herb plants, it's, that might sort of pressure you. Oh, I need to yeah. use those. I need to yeah. find a way to use those. Yeah. You know, you just snip. They'll, they grow pretty quick, too. So you can... If you bought like for me with basil every year, I buy multiples so I can harvest every day. Yeah. So I don't kill one plant. I just chop the top off of one. In a few days, it'll sp it'll have bushed out to replace what I cut. Mm. So they're pretty tenacious uh, plants. So make your food more interesting. Yeah. Guys, make your food more interesting. I want to just say in front of everybody, Lucas, thank you for your time today. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
<laughs> Guys, this has been Dive Into Diet. As always, we'll see you next Long time. time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.